my name is Gloria Williams with Gloucester County's Community Engagement and Public Information Department. Welcome to December's edition of our Current Conversations podcast. Today is a very special day. There are big changes coming up regarding broadband in Gloucester County, and I'm very excited to meet with Alan Fitzpatrick today, who is the Chief Executive Officer of Open Broadband LLC. Alan, welcome to Current Conversations. Thanks, Gloria. Thanks for having me on the podcast today. You got it. Well, we are just absolutely thrilled, and there's so much to talk about. You know, we understand that we are the first Virginia customers. So where are you located, and how did you you get into this business? Sure, great uh, introductory question. So we are an internet service provider. We're based in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. We've been doing this for about five years as a company, although uh, the two uh, founders of the company started uh, in the business about 25 years ago. So we have a lot of experience in the industry and we've expanded rapidly. We're across 15 counties in North Carolina. We're in several counties in South Carolina and you are correct, uh, the Gloucester and Matthews is the uh, first market opportunity for us in Virginia. And we're so excited uh, to be uh, able to serve customers in your area. But we started our company to provide high-speed internet to underserved areas. Underserved meaning people and locations that didn't have access to high-speed internet. Uh, Oftentimes this is in the rural areas where the incumbent uh, companies just didn't roll out fiber or cable. And the best thing you could get would be DSL service from the phone company or maybe a satellite internet offering. So we decided to build our company to go address the need in those areas and make sure that high-speed internet was available to everybody. So over the past five years, we've been going to different communities, rolling out high-speed wireless uh, internet, and uh, we're excited about coming into Gloucester and Matthews. Could you talk, this is a little bit different, right? It's different than what some people would think of when you think about high-speed internet access. Can you talk a little bit about how the infrastructure works? Sure, it is somewhat similar to what you'll be familiar with and somewhat different. So most of us have cell phones and you're used to getting on the internet from your phone. So that is a wireless connection. And that wireless internet connection comes from a nearby tower to your device. Well, in a similar way, our service goes from a tower uh, to your home uh, wirelessly. So it's not to a device, but it actually goes to your home. And then once it's inside your house, you can use your standard Wi-Fi router to you know, use your TV and your laptops and your tablets and everything in the house. But we do use towers and uh, we have already gotten started on multiple towers and starting to build out our network. When we deploy service to a resident, we're gonna put a small receiving antenna on the home that is gonna receive that signal from the tower. And then we run a cable inside the home where there will be a Wi-Fi router that you would use just to connect. Now we are a little different than cable or fiber. We do use fiber in our network. We run fiber out to the towers, but from the tower to the home, it is wireless. And if you think of it, almost everybody accesses the internet over wireless. Even if you have cable at your house, do you have the cable going into your tablet or your laptop or your phone? And the answer is no. Everybody uses Wi-Fi in their home and then the Wi-Fi connects to the cable. In a similar way, we're providing that wireless all the way to the house and then we attach it to fiber at the tower. So our wired connection, if you will, is more at the tower site rather than at the home. 
you can visualize it, how it works. And I, I think that was very helpful. Thank you very much. Well, when will the project get underway? It has already started, Hooray! which is great news. Yeah. So it, it was interesting path, interesting journey to how we got here. Uh, we have been an uh, existing ISP, internet service provider, as I mentioned, in North and South Carolina. And uh, we were able to apply for the VADI state grant uh, broadband uh, project. And that was what drove the original partnership with the counties, uh, both Gloucester and Matthews. So we were able to uh, successfully win a grant, which is fantastic. And uh, we have started that project. So we have started work on the towers. We've ordered the fiber. Uh, we should have the first fiber circuit up and working this month, which is great news. And what we're really excited about is we're going to quickly put up downtown Wi-Fi, the town just on the main street for pre free public use. So that was one of the first things we wanted to do for the community is give them a taste of high-speed internet. Even before we had the entire network built out to get to all the homes, we would at least have it in uh, the downtown area. So that's so incredible. So there will be actual Wi-Fi that pedestrians and shoppers and anybody who's walking up and down Gloucester Main Street can utilize? Absolutely. And it's going to be completely free to the user. And you don't have to be an open broadband customer to use the Wi-Fi. Anybody can use it. Visitors can use it. The businesses can encourage their guests to use it. Uh, we hope it, it gets a lot of usage downtown. That would be such a boon um, as far as economic development goes and tourism. So that's very, very exciting. Did you say that's already underway or that's happening soon? It is already underway. Our plans are to have the uh, first part of the street coverage done by the end of the year. So thinking about the timeline, how many people do we expect you know, to have access maybe year one, year two and going forward? Great question. Uh, so I should probably start by telling you a little about the project and how how it works and the steps we have to take. And then I'll, I will answer your question on uh, sort of number of users. But to kind of put everything in perspective, I think it's really important to manage expectations. I don't want anyone to think that, oh, we signed a contract. I can get service next week. Well, next week is a little fast. <laughs> so uh, we are technically in the build phase of the network. So we are a brand new provider to the county. We have to build out our network from scratch. And that means getting the fiber delivered, getting the tower sites arranged. And, and by the way, it's not simply a matter of, oh, go climb up a tower and put up your antennas. We have to have contracts. Uh, sometimes towers need a structural analysis to be performed by an engineering firm to make sure the weight and the wind shear and everything will work out. There are mounts that have to be added to towers. There's permits. There's a lot to it. So I mean, it can take months and months to get on towers, just to let you know. But we have uh, already been in the middle of this uh, build process. In addition to the towers and the fiber, uh, we've already uh, been ordering equipment. And uh, once we have access to the towers, we'll then configure that equipment and then have our tower climbers go up on the towers and install everything. And then once that is done, we can start serving customers in an orderly fashion, kind of one street at a, at a time. And there's going to be a couple of things that dictate where we offer service first. So one overriding aspect is uh, 
this VADI grant, the state grant for broadband is only for underserved areas. So we are going to look to see how fast we can get the underserved areas service. Beyond that, we're going to look at our sign-up list. So on our website, but a person can sign up for service. And then one of our technicians will go out and do what's called a site survey, where they'll determine the wireless signal level. Uh, they'll talk to the resident about where on the house the antenna will go and what kind of speed uh, they might expect to receive. And it's all based on the signal test. And once that is good, we coordinate and schedule a date for the resident for an installation. So uh, that's probably a little bit more information than you may have wanted to hear, but that's all what we're doing in the background. And, and this isn't really visible to the end user that you know, we're working on the towers and all this equipment and it does take a while. So we just ask that people be a little patient with us as we uh, go through the build project. Uh, for the VADI portion of the project, there were about 260 homes that qualified for the unserved areas in Gloucester and Matthews. So uh, they will be the first ones that we provide service to. Above and beyond that grant, the county, Gloucester County, has uh, signed a contract with us for countywide service. So what they, they said is, hey, open broadband, we love what you're doing. Yes, we need to serve the underserved first, but we would like to have your service available anywhere to anybody that wants it. So the second project, which is not under the VADI restrictions, are allowing us to basically provide service to any resident anywhere in the county. Now, we know that not everybody is gonna take our service, uh, but what we have found is our service has been very competitive with uh, existing options. And when we go into an area that does have incumbents, uh, we usually fare quite well uh, with a service level uh, of high speed under $50 a month. You know, it's a pretty attractive option if you weren't necessarily happy with what you have today. And another way of looking at it is just from a competitive standpoint, people like having more than one gas station to go to. People like having more than one grocery store to go to. Imagine if you had to buy all your gas at one place or all your food at one grocery store. So us just being a competitor in the market uh, will give people an option and give people a choice they didn't have before. Uh, so some people will, will take it that maybe already have another option. Uh, I can't really project the take rate on that because I don't know, you know who would want to switch. But I will say that in the other markets, all of our North and South Carolina markets, uh, our attractive rates and our quality of service have led to pretty attractive take rates. And we've always been able to make the projects uh, sustainable. And so we, we feel really confident we can do the same in Virginia. Okay, so since you're here and you're our resident technical expert, can you talk a little bit about speed? Uh, what's it needed to obtain quality service? And what sort of speeds do we anticipate that these services are going to provide to Gloucester citizens? Well, we've definitely seen the need for faster broadband speeds across the board, starting with people working from home and then school kids uh, during the whole pandemic having to take classes from home. So the need for faster broadband uh, as really increased over the past couple of years. And it's been a steady trend. So I'm pleased to say that the service that we provide is uh, 
fast enough for multiple people to be online at every home and streaming simultaneously. So you could be on a Zoom call in one room and your kids could be, you know, on a video call in the other room and somebody else is playing PlayStation. So you can do all of that simultaneously over our high-speed uh, wireless connections. Now, that that is sort of how the general user would use the service. You know, is it snappy? Does it perform well? Can I stream without buffering? All those types of things. Now, I realize that there are probably some geeks that are listening to this podcast, and I'm a geek myself, so <laughs> no offense taken there. But they may ask for specific speeds. So we provide service that is considered broadband. Now broadband was defined as 25 megabit per second speed, but now the benchmark has increased to this 100 megabit per second speed. So when we put together the network plan, that was our objective, was to try to get at least 100 megabit speed to as many people as we possibly could. Now, the challenge we have from a wireless perspective is Sometimes things get in the way. If you live in the middle of the forest and you're surrounded by 500 yards of heavy trees, that's gonna lower your wireless signal. And that's not just something that impacts us, but it's gonna lower your cellular wireless signal or any wireless signal. So we can't really commit that everybody is gonna get our fastest speed. And that's why we do the site survey that I mentioned earlier, where a technician comes to the house and you do the measurement and they will tell the resident at that time, you know, what type of signal strength they're getting and what kind of speed we can provide. Now, if it is not fast enough, if we're short of our 100 megabit per second objective, our next approach is to put in what we call hub sites. And those are essentially relay points. So maybe, an area is five miles from the tower and based on the uh, obstructions and tree density and the rolling terrain, uh, we're having a difficult time getting a, a good enough signal for that. We may find a point in between the home and that neighborhood and the tower where we could put up a pole and relay the signal and then boost it so we can get the faster speeds. So this is sort of a long about way of, of saying I can't necessarily guarantee a speed for everybody at this point, but I do want to commit to everybody we're striving to reach that 100 megabit per second objective. And this is just with existing technology, by the way. One thing we've seen over the years of our business is the wireless technology has continued to increase. So a few years ago, 25 megabit speed was really really good. But now there's equipment that can do the 100 meg and sometimes even faster than that. So I would anticipate, you know, three years from now, five years from now, the equipment's going to do even more. So as the need for more speed increases, our equipment can also be upgraded to do the same. What should citizens, residents who are interested in open broadband, what should they do to get more information, get on the list, that sort of thing? The first thing to do is go to our website, which is openbb, like broadband, openbb.net, select Virginia, because we do operate in multiple states, so select Virginia and then select your county. It will describe our products and services and it provides speeds and pricing. So you can, what I recommend to everybody is you go to the website and you sign up. What signing up means is you are potentially interested in the service and you wanna let us know and you wanna give us your address. But what happens is we are gonna use that wait list 
when it comes to deploying the service. And you can see that, you know, the pricing and the speed packages while you're on the website. So I know that we've talked a little bit about like the VATI grant and the difference between that and the funds from the Board of Supervisors. And um, I, I would like to just talk for a second about the VATI grant and for those residents that are in an area that's been deemed unserved. What is the cost going to be for those residents? Uh, we've committed to under $50 a month for that service. And the, under $50 a month is a pure under, so it may be $49.99, <laughs> but it's gonna be under $50. It is unlimited usage. So there's no data caps. You don't pay extra if you go over a certain limit. There are no taxes on internet service. There's no administration fees. There's no equipment charges. There's none of this, we, we call it nuisance fees. Sometimes uh, the big telecoms have these, we call nuisance fees where they charge they nickel and dime you for different things. Our price is just the price. So if it's $49.99, that's what you would pay every single month. Unlimited usage, use it all you want. One of the benefits that the people living in the underserved areas are going to have, uh, besides the fact that they'll be prioritized during our deployment, is the fact that the county and the state are picking up the cost of the equipment for those homes. So there, there is an installation charge, which is just the labor portion, but you don't have to pay for any equipment if you're one of those underserved uh, homes. So that was a, a very nice and generous thing that the county has agreed to do in an effort to try to provide universal broadband access to everyone. Okay, thank you for that. That is, that's very exciting. And this is really going to move the needle as far as accessibility goes throughout the county. What if somebody has service right now? Can they still join Open Broadband? Can they still get on the wait list to learn more? They sure can. Everyone can get on the wait list and sign up. We just have to be very careful that we're only using the BATI project for those underserved homes. But the county did go ahead and ask us in a separate project to try to provide universal access really across the whole county. And that's where uh, people that might already have service and are interested in getting more information or potentially switching, they would qualify under that program and we could still get them service uh, using that. Our whole initiative here is universal access that is affordable. We're trying to make sure that everybody has a choice. Now, they don't necessarily have to get service from open broadband. You know, there are other providers that they could get service from. But we wanted to be a provider, a choice that everyone would have access to, and one that was an affordable choice. It wasn't like it was going to cost you $100 a month like Starlink. So for less than $50 a month, everybody would have access to it. Well, thank you so much for coming on and just enlightening us uh, with this new uh, service that's coming to the county. We are absolutely thrilled. Is there anything else that you'd like to add for the benefit of our community today? Or do you think we covered it all? Well, you covered a lot. So you had great questions. I did have maybe one thing to kind of leave the uh, listeners with. And that is, uh, there are some future opportunities that would be available to the county above and beyond just the rollout of this high-speed internet. So there may be an opportunity for an educational component and a digital literacy effort for people that may not be as familiar with the internet and how to use different things and security on the internet and what are VPNs and why you might wanna use something like that. 
So there may be an opportunity sort of after the project to do some educational things for the community. I would also say that uh, we are very supportive of entrepreneurs. We are entrepreneurs ourselves. We would love to support people in the community that want to start their own businesses, whether that is a, a business incubator type of a location, or maybe people working from home and starting up home-based businesses or working for a business remotely. And lastly, there has been some evidence that homes that don't have access to high-speed internet don't get the same valuations and uh, home offers as homes that do have internet. Uh, oftentimes people use that as a factor when they're buying a house. You know, if I can't get high-speed internet, I'm not gonna buy that house. So we're hopeful that with this project to provide sort of a universal access option for everybody, that the home values will uh, you know, potentially even increase a bit, uh, particularly in those areas that were unserved before, where people may have been hesitant to buy those homes, people will be less hesitant or non-hesitant at all once broadband is available. You know, you just touched on a lot of really important points. Thank you. Thank you for absolutely everything. We are thrilled to see the good positive changes that are coming to our community down the road. Uh, for individuals who are interested, please go to openbb.net. You could also go to our homepage at gloucesterva.info and click on the link to our broadband update hub, uh, where we have the most up-to-date information about broadband across the community. Music